Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Is Michael Nussbaum on? Michael Nussbaum, we did our own statistics and we found that uh, AOC, she supported nine candidates and she only won three. She lost six. What's your analysis on that? Well, AOC may have only supported uh, those, John, but she also, the progressives, which I associate with her, and also the Working Families Party, uh, won a bunch also. So I'm saying... What happened with the war in Brooklyn? There was a war going on in Brooklyn, the Democratic Party, between the woke culture and the common sense Democrats. Uh, The Democratic Party in Brooklyn is split between the progressive faction and the regular Dems, 22 to 22 in terms of Democratic leadership. Oh, my God. Wait, John, the county chair, her husband lost, okay, his district leadership to a progressive. So the Brooklyn organization is probably reeling this morning. Uh, I don't know how they're going to reorganize, but when you say progressives, that doesn't mean the AOC crowd. But it means a very progressive group that's aligned with her and the Working Families Party is chipping away. And right now, the numbers are 22 to 22. In Queens, most of the district leaders won, except a few here and there. But uh, the Democratic Party, with Greg Meeks, held on to the leadership in just one or two places. They lost. So they're strong. Most of their incumbents won. Two open seats for the Assembly in Queens, AOC's. Left-hand person, Juan Ardila, which is uh, Kathy Nolan's seat over in the 37th. He won big in that, and he used to work for AOC, so that's a definite connection with her. Uh, There's an open seat in Glendale that, uh, while I can't say it's progressive, but it's open-leaning towards the progressive. And throughout the state, you had a couple of incumbents up in Westchester that lost. Cahill lost up there. And Assemblyman Abinadi lost Mike, the, to working family people. Mike, the, but the significance, <laughs> let's tell our audience, the significance of the district leadership and control of the county organization has to do with who gets the nominations and support and also for judgeships. So you can Correct. get some very far left judges winning nominations because the district leaders have, have gone, gone left, the, that the party organization doesn't control that. And that's a very it, big deal in terms of public the, safety. Richard, you're right. The day in, day out of Democratic Party and any party is always getting the judgeships and be able to sustain that. And when you lose the county committee organization, you lose the ability to nominate people for the judicial conventions. And you also you know, lose the opportunities on other races. Uh, it's a battle. And the Democratic Party better get their, you know, their act together. The mayor lost most of his support. When he supported district leaders that lost his assembly candidate. So, won, what's the scoreboard on what the mayor? Lost. Give me the scoreboard on the mayor's support for district leaders versus what happened. 
he lost the district leader's races on behalf of the county, and he still held, they're still holding on the assembly Which races. Which county? Brooklyn? Or in, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Yeah. In Queens, in Queens, you know, I think the Democratic Party did all right. Many of the incumbents, by the way, did not have real races. Uh, the one real race that we had that people thought was close was maybe Jeff Aubrey, who was running against Hiram Montserrat. Montserrat won the district leadership race, uh, which he won two years ago. But David Weprin, he had a district leadership, and while he won his, his other half lost to a guy that was convicted, a guy named Al Badeo, and he is a, a loose cannon, to say the least. But what's really important is what's going to happen in the Senate race now, this come August. That's August 23rd. Now, uh, are there any uh, common-sense Republicans running in those uh, races? Do they have a chance at all to, to overcome those uh, uh, the woke culture uh, Democrats? Well, from what I'm hearing, John, is that the you know, Democrats that are now control a supermajority in the state Senate has the potential of losing up to four seats in Nassau and Suffolk. Anna Kaplan's seat, she's going to be challenged by a former incumbent, John Martin. Right. You have Brooks uh, and Johnson out in uh, Nassau and Suffolk that they're possible that Republicans are putting up normal Mike, people. Mike Nussbaum, would you hold on? And uh, you're welcome to hold on. We'll get back to you afterwards. But we got a very important uh, person on the other line that we're going to have to take right now. We want to take right now. Uh, we, we have a uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin, the new Republican <clears throat> candidate for governor of New governor. York. Right. That's right. Oh, Congratulations. Not, not, Lee, will, Lee will be the governor. Well, Lee, tell us tell us how you feel and tell us what uh, what the heck happened and, and give us your analysis of uh, uh, of the state, how they voted. Well, it's great to be with you. We had a great primary day yesterday. I was with Pete in Baldwin last night after a, a big win. And we're in Buffalo now. The first thing I did after the speech was over, hopped on a plane, flew up to Buffalo. So we're staying on the trail. We're working hard. Uh, grateful to all the Republicans who came out and voted yesterday. And we're, we're all coming together. I, I saw statements been put out, been in touch with. Andrew Giuliani and Rob Astorino. Everybody understands that we have to be united to be able to move forward strong in order to defeat Kathy Hochul and end one party rule and save this state. Top issues, doesn't matter whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, an independent. It's crime and public safety and the economy. There are a lot of issues that are important to people, but those are at the top of the list. And the contrast between Kathy Hochul and where I stand on these issues couldn't possibly be any starker. If if we don't win the crime issue in November, our state and our city are on deep crap, you know. And uh, uh, it's about what, what do we stand for? Does, does Albany want to protect eight and a half million New York City residents or three thousand violent criminals? And not, I'm not talking about the the criminals that steal a loaf of bread. The violent criminals. Can you believe that that's even a real question? <laughs> you, you ask that question and everyone should say, well, obviously, John, that's a no-brainer. We should be fighting for all the millions of law-abiding New Yorkers and all the people who want to travel to New York so that you're safe on the streets and in the subways and in homes and inside of places of, of business. We shouldn't have people targeted with raw, violent hate. Uh, we should be supporting unapologetically our men and women in blue. But unfortunately, not only are there people out there in the state legislature and in Albany who are advocating for pro-criminal policies, 
that's actually the majority. They're, they're enacting laws like less is more, the HALT Act, cashless bail. You get DAs elected like the rogue Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who is refusing to enforce the law. So this isn't even just a question. We're up against if the Alvin Bragg refuses, If Alvin Bragg refuses to enforce the law when you're governor, if you're governor, would you remove him from office? John, I'm telling you right now that the first thing that I will do as governor is firing Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Congressman Zeldin, so we have Albany. They're not budging when it comes to bail reform, when it comes to discovery reform. How will you be able to make them budge? We know that's not the 100% problem that'll solve everything, all the crime, but it's certainly a big portion. So how will you get through Uh, to them? I, I agree with you. So in order to earn a mandate, we need to campaign on the issue, which is what we're doing, so that when we win the race, people are saying that he got elected to overhaul cashless bail, secondly. All those state legislative seats that are on the ballot, this is an important issue to voters. You have to be electing more people to the state legislature who agree that we need to have this major overhaul to the cashless bail law. I mean, it's not just that. There are other laws. The discovery law changes, raise the age, the list goes on. Also, it's not just a Republican versus Democrat dynamic come January. The New York City mayor, Eric Adams, says that we need to be doing more to change the cashless bail laws. So it is our job to work together to try to find common ground. And I could call some people. Mayor Adams can call some of his colleagues on his side of the aisle as we try to put together the votes. And of course, what's very important, public opinion. And public opinion right now is there with us. It'll only grow. Lee, on that note, you can't quantify this, but I tell you the enthusiasm level at the state convention the enthusiasm uh, level last night. I, I, I haven't seen this in years among Republicans. They are behind you, and again, it's up to you to lead, and they will follow because they are looking to you well, to be a leader. To, it's and, up and to the common to citizens, too. The common right. citizens. Yeah, but at least the guy the that's out front. The common citizens are what? Mad as hell. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And, you know, crime isn't just here downstate. It's also upstate. And that's why bravo to you, Congressman, that you're up there because they're experiencing surges, too. It's it's unprecedented what's happening to New York State and people are voting with their feet. They're getting out of here. Leading the entire country in population loss. And you're seeing record highs with certain aspects of crime, homicides and Rochester and Syracuse. It was great yesterday to be on stage in Baldwin with Congressman Peter King. Lydia, you have been out there. You stayed strong in explaining what my candidacy has been about, what the stakes are. You are rock solid. And, John, you you have this opportunity that you take advantage every single day to be able to inform passionate New Yorkers who just want facts. So what you're doing, uh, it's just I really appreciate all of you. Well, thank you, uh, Lee Zeldin, for coming on, and we're going to catch up with you uh, often, and um, and we'll see. What, you know, we we, we got to win our city back. We want our sixty-six million tourists that used to come to New York City pre-COVID to come back, and until our city and our subways are safe, they're not coming back. We need our state back. I mean, it's just bad. Keep punching, Lee. Keep punching, Lee. Thank you so much. You got to take care, buddy. Thank you. Uh, do we still have? Uh, Michael Newsbaum? Will, Michael, you there? Yep, I'm here. I'm here, John. Any uh, any comments on, uh, I mean, I know I know you've been fighting the woke Democrats. Any comments on Lee Zeldin? How do you think 
uh, Lee will do versus uh, Hochul in uh, November. Uh, it, it, listen, Lee has an upstate battle that he has to be able to overcome. You know, she she is very much an upstater, but she now got some big roots here in New York. It's going to come down to what you said. You got to be moderate. You got to be sensible. You got to have a message out there. The numbers, if you're an R versus the D, the D is always going to win because of the numbers. But this is the problem. The problem is right now you had a big governor's race on both the R side and the D side. Very few people bothered to vote. People are indifferent, John. What you got to do is juice up those people and get them excited to go out and capture back their city and their state. You know, you keep on saying the moderates. I have a committee called sensiblegovernment.org. We're supporting people regardless of party. We want to get out to vote. I'm pushing the Jews to come out to vote because there may not be a Jew left in Congress in New York State. There'll be very few Jews, if any, left in the city council. We got to get the people to realize that you can't sit home if you're Well, in the studio with us too is Dr. Peter Michalos, who just walked in a few minutes ago. Any uh, comments, uh, Dr. Peter? No. Try it again. Well, yeah. I just remember what Albert Einstein said, that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results. So whoever is in, whether it's a Democrat or Republican, they need to bring some common sense back in order to get back to where we were and have some reform on crime, bail reform, help the mentally ill and get this city safe. Otherwise, we will lose our tax base because I'm Everybody's going to leave. We're seeing it in medical practices, record number of medical releases of people going to other states and going to South Carolina, places like Maine, St. Petersburg, Florida. They're just leaving. Doctor, you, you practice in Southampton. How many doctors and how many people have you uh, have left from the Southampton area, you think? I've seen 237 record releases to other areas, including other countries, even countries, in the last two years, unprecedented. Usually you see like 10, 10 record releases a year. So that's very, very significant. And we have to stop this out migration. Again, just remember what Albert Einstein said. We have to stop the insanity. Well, thank you. We're going to have to take a break. Uh, Michael, if you want to stay on, you're welcome to stay on. Uh, we have Jay Jacobs coming on, who's the the Democratic chairman of New York State, to see how he feels about what the heck is going on. Let's take that break and get back Jay, Jay Jacobs. Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly. study from the Conservative Media Research Center says news agencies continue to flee the Hunter Biden story. Weeknights at 9, after the great one, Mark Levin.